Welcome to the 9 a.m. session. I trust that um, we're having a good day and we're still recovering from the session we had earlier. So this morning, we were going to do a bit of word study where we pray. The topic is victory that brings gathering. Victory that brings gathering. And so I'm just, there's a lot of scriptures for us to read. Uh, however, I trust that God will grant us grace. Father, we have come again to you. We have come again to Zion. We have come again to learn, to have understanding. We have come again to have an impartation with you. We have come again to equip ourselves for the assignment ahead. And we ask that by your grace and by your sure message, you will grant us everything you have promised, everything you have in store for us in this session, to the glory of your name and your name alone. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. All right. So quickly, we get into it. What is victory? What's the concept of victory? There is the uh, the basic definition of the concept of victory that we find in our in So there is a basic concept of um, uh, def uh, victory definition that we have. Victory is said to be an act of defeating an enemy or an opponent in battle. An act of defeating an enemy or an opponent in battle. Another definition says it is an achievement of mastery or success in a struggle or endeavor against odds or difficulties. I'll take that again. It's an achievement of mastery or success in a struggle or endeavor against odds or difficulties. But scripturally, victory is defined as overcoming or winning in a competition or struggle over an opponent or difficult problems. And victory for us is imputed in Christ Jesus. Victory for us is Christ. Our victory in this kingdom is the victory of Christ on the cross of Calvary. And in 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, it says that whatsoever or everyone born of God overcomes the world, this is the victory overcomes the world whatsoever and so some versions will say everyone born of everyone born of god overcomes the world however you know i like the version that says whatsoever which means whatever assignment is birthed is born of god whatsoever uh, uh project whatsoever marriage what's anything it is that is born of god which means that is formed from the bowels of the spirit overcomes the world overcomes the world and this is the victory this is our victory in this world this is our guarantee of victory and so i would just have us we're just going to run through quite a number of scriptures uh just to grant us perspective and I pray that God grants us grace. So um, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 57. If someone can help me. 
1 Corinthians 1557. 1 Corinthians 1557. But, but thanks be to God, which mm. gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we understand that victory has a source. We understand that victory is a life that is hid in Christ. We understand that as far as we are in Christ Jesus, herein lies our victory. Without Jesus, you cannot contend. You cannot begin to fathom the understanding of the word victory as far as this kingdom is concerned. There is no other way. If there were another, we would be told. But this is the only way. It says, but thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. Somebody help us with 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Now, now thanks be to now thanks be unto God, which always causes us to triumph in Christ and mm. make it manifest the savor of his knowledge by us in every place. Now thanks be to God, which always emphasizes on the word always, always causes us to triumph in Christ. Always will, always causes us to triumph in Christ and make it manifest the savor, the experience, the experiential knowledge by us in every place. And so we must first understand. So we shouldn't, we shouldn't, you know, uh, have anyone uh, um, be, 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 be confused about the concept of victory in Christ Jesus. So as we go out this year, we know, look, if you really want to come into the realm of victorious living, the first assignment is Jesus. The first assignment is Jesus. Without Jesus, there's nothing we're going to be talking about. Without Jesus, it's literally impossible. The victorious life that you see, the victory that you see God doing through our lives in so many, it is simply by the gate Jesus. Without it, nothing is going to happen. First John 4, 4. And somebody revelations 12 11. first john 4 4 then revelations 12 11. first john 4 4. first first john 4 4 ye of god little children and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So as far as the context of this world is concerned, you have overcome, you will overcome. It is, it's, it's literal true scripture. So it's a fact, it's, a, it, it is, it's not something we can contest with. Jesus, the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus, our victory. And so in communicating this life to another, we are able to make them understand that victory, the basis of our victory is Jesus. My brother, my sister, I have seen the remarkable growth in your life. How I, they don't, you know, there's no, there's no need to begin to talk about, you know, uh, 
oh, you have to be this, you have to be that. Those are excellent, intelligent, all of, all of those are good. But the first assignment, you want to help your brother, you want to help your sister. It is not just by giving them money, the first assignment. Because, I mean, you're going, you going to wear out. You know, your assignment is not to be, you know, to be doing that year in, year out. You are going to, we are human. But then the first assignment to your home, to your office, to your colleagues, to all those who look up to you is the life of Christ. Herein lies our victory. And we in Somi will never forget, will never lose sight of the fact that our victory, our victory is found in Jesus. Is Jesus. Revelation 12, 11 says, and they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony, the blood of the lamb, the sacrifice of Christ. That is where our victory comes from. Now, having known that because we are in Christ, we are victorious people, then we must also understand that there are components, there are responsibilities of this life of victory. Okay, I have given my life to Christ. What next? I mean, is that just going to be the assumption that once you, you know, come into Christ, that's that's all you need to that's all you need to do and, and everything works. No, because your coming into Christ should take you on a journey of becoming like Christ. You're coming in, you know, while I was meditating, while I was meditating, um, I mean I saw an a, a beautiful vision, a very incredible vision, which we'll treat at the end of you know this session. But then one of the key things, one of the key things that we will require to be able to enjoy the full extent of what the Lord has released upon us in so many this year is consecration. Consecration. I can't even emphasize that enough. But, anyways, there are conditions to keeping your victory. There are conditions to working in the fullness of the victory. Number one is righteousness. Righteousness, 1 John 2, 29. 1 John 2, 29. 1 John 2, 29. 1 John chapter 2, verse 29. So I'll take that. If ye know that he is righteous, you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him. Remember our core scripture, 1 John chapter 5, verse 4, says, as for everyone or anything born of God overcomes the world. But there is a proofing, there is a there is a proving of that concept in your life there is a proving on that concept in all that concerns you it says if ye know that he that he, he is righteous if christ is christ is righteous then you know that everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him everyone that doeth righteousness is born of him in chapter in chapter 3 from verse 7 he says whosoever is a little children let no man deceive you he that doeth righteousness is righteous, even as he is righteous. He that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinneth from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Therefore, verse 9, whosoever is born of God doth not commit sin, for his seed remaineth in him. And it cannot be seen, and he cannot sin because he is born of God. So there are the book of First John really 
is like the manual to godly living. The book of 1 John, the entirety of 1 John is like a manual for godly living. You will find in, in, verse two, in chapter 2, verse 4 to 6, it says, whoever, whoever is born of God keeps his commandments. Keep his commandments. In 1 John 4, 7, you will see him saying love. Love is the proof that you are born of God. And so I can't, I won't, I won't just come here and say, I've, I've, I've given my life to Christ. Everything is fine. Okay, the victory that has been prophesied, let it come. No, I have a responsibility of becoming like Christ. I have a responsibility of becoming, of becoming, of letting the light of God permeate every part of my life, every part of my existence, and changing me, changing me until the members of my of my body until the members of my mind the, the, the culmination of myself is being conformed to the image of christ to the image of christ proverbs the book of proverbs says and I'll, I'll, it says uh, um, our light shines brighter and brighter onto the perfect day our light must shine brighter and brighter, which means today my light, my light today must be must be brighter than my yesterday. My light must continually shine brighter. And what does that mean? I must continually be refined, be retooled, be 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 adjusted, be broken until I look like him. Because the entirety of victory is to ensure that you become an example. Isaiah 60 is our scripture this year. Gross darkness has covered the world. And so if you must be light to shine that the nations will come to, then we must ensure that victory, that possibility is in tandem with us becoming light. With us becoming light, victory has a responsibility. Victory has a responsibility. First John 4, 7, I'll read from here. John 4, 7, it says, Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. Remember, the, the, the source of our victory, 1 John 5, 4, it says, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world. Overcomes the world. So as long as you are born of God, they are setting fruits. They are setting, it says, by these things we will know them. By this fruit we will know them. Let us love one another. And so you come to show me. All you do is zoom in. You know, I, I, really, I don't like relating with people. I don't really care about people. I just want to come, receive my nourishment and go. You know, all these church people, all these fellowship people. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. It's not true. It's not true. That's half gospel, and it will not do you any good. No, no, no. You know, I, I really, I just, you know, I just know God for myself. I just do whatever I want to do. You know, I, I mean, I just, I, I don't need to associate with all these things. That is not true. The greatest commandment is love God, then love people. Greater than any other one in scripture. And so it says, beloved, let us love one another. Like I said, the entire book of 1 John is just a manual of godly living. Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. And knoweth God. In John chapter 13, verse 34, in John 13 and verse 34, he made it clear 
so that we are not we are not even confused it says a new commandment i give unto you that ye love one another as i have loved you that ye also love one another by this shall all men know that ye are my disciples if ye have love one to another if ye have love one to another it's a principle. It must be a practical experience in Somi. Love one another. Because where there is unity, the Spirit of God can move. How do you raise holy hands when you are beefing your sister? When you are having offense in your... I mean, you're just wasting time. You're just wasting time. And so these are the things that the devil, he says, we should be wary of the wiles of the enemy. You see, we are riding on a high, but we must hold these things, hold fast to these instructions because the devil will come with his creepy wisdom, with his, with his subtle wisdom to, to, to divide and conquer. Oh, I don't like what this person said. Oh, I don't like how this person... I mean, I, mean, I don't even like the way she does her own ministration. She's just very rude. I mean, she just acts as if she's the only one who knows God. Hmm. You're already being divided. They're already, already cutting you off. Because once you want to destroy a person, you cut them off and isolate them. And we must finish. We must finish well. But as long as many as are willing, as many as are willing to come, as many as are willing to partake, as many as are willing to run this race, that this January experience is not just going to be like oh, 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 an initial high. And the devil says, oh yeah, we know all over the world, churches are fasting, they are praying, don't want to wait for them in March. It has to be an experience you take with you. An experience we take with you. First John chapter 4, verse 20. First John 4, 20. I'll read from here. It says, if a man says, I love God and hated his brother, he's a liar. For he that loveth not his brother whom he hath seen, how can he love God whom he has not seen? Love. So me, love. Love. You are sent in twos, in threes, in fours, outside. You want to see the move of the Spirit on that assignment. Love. Love. When I joined Somi, I mean, they used to call some of us Badge B. When I joined Somi, I found, I quickly found you know, a set of people and we bonded. We bonded. There is love in and through us. Of course, you know, even most, even, you know, around many of us, of course, the devil will try to attack that system because he knows what, what danger can come from the coordinated structure of love amongst the people. But then there is love. There is love. There is love. One of the hallmarks of Somi is love. Love. Sincere love. 
and you will see it in expression. You will see it when you just isolate anybody, catch BPP on the side. Why does why do why, why do you message him and he has time? Love. Why is he willing and doing this assignment out of love? And that's why every time there is the move of the spirit, there is the flow. Why? There's no there is no attempt at disunity. If you do that, you are just cutting yourself off. You're just cutting yourself off. And so there are things we need to do to keep this victory. These are just some of them. I mean, they're littered all through the book of First John. These are just some of them. We must hold fast to these things. These things. That this victory will be will be practical, will be an experience. Because the devil will come to test it. Will come with offense, offense, offense. Offense, all sorts of things. All sorts of things will be introduced to cut you short from who you be in him. In him. Now what does this victory do? The theme for today is victory that brings gathering. Victory that brings gathering. Once again, I just want us to solidify the concept that victory is of God. Victory is of God. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 31. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 31. Somebody help me please. Proverbs chapter 21 verse 31. In Romans 8 and 7, we are known as more than conquerors. More than conquerors. Why? The life that we now carry. But in the book of Proverbs 21 31, who's reading for me? Proverbs 21 31. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but deliverance is of the Lord. Deliverance is of the Lord. The horse, the structures of the earth, the, the, the systems of the world are prepared for the day of battle. But you see, victory, victory, that's what deliverance there means. Victory is of the Lord. Only the Lord tells who is going to be victorious. Oh, yes, they are going to make when 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 February, uh, sorry, in January, I'm rushing, you know, uh, February is just by the corner and their, their elections, they have prepared. The horses are, are laden, you know, everybody's decorated, ready. But you see, the one who will be victorious and be sworn in on that seat, whenever that is, is only going to be by the Lord only going to be by the lord people will plan and orchestrate and do this and do that what god wants the victory is only going to be by god and he says the victory that brings gathering what does it mean for victory to bring gathering second chronicles 32 when we look at second chronicles 32 for me it's a classical lesson in battle Second Chronicles chapter 32 is a classical lesson. I mean, every verse in that chapter is a classical lesson in battle. And every time there is a confrontation, every time there seems to be a strategy, a form of battle, a form of noise around me, I love that scripture. It teaches so much, but we're just going to take bits and pieces of it. Second Chronicles chapter 32, I want to stand by reader. I want to stand by reader. Uh, let's read from verse 6 to 8. From verse 6 to 8 first. Okay. From verse 6 to 8. Then, then he set military captains over the people, gathered them together, gathered them together to him in the open open square of this of the city gates. And he gave them encouragement, saying, Be strong and courageous. 
do not be afraid nor dismay before the king of Assyria, nor before all the multitudes that is with him, for there, there are more with us than than with, with him. Verse 8, with, with him is an army of flesh, but with us is the, is the, Lord, is the Lord our God to help us and, and to fight our battle. And the people were, were strengthened by the words of Ezekiah, king of Judea. And so the first thing we see here is, you know, uh, I mean, then battles, they write you mail, you know, you know, it, by, by summer 2023, the nation of Nigeria is coming to fight with you. So you, you don't, they don't just, you know, rarely do you see battles where they show up unaware. Why? Because of course there are systems to even know, to detect, you know, that someone is advancing against you. But the king of Assyria had laid a siege against them, had laid against, a siege against them. But here's what they did. They made their preparation, did what they needed to do. And he said to them very clearly, be strong and courageous. Be not afraid for more is with us than with them. More is with us than with them. More is with us than with them. And his arm is the arm of flesh. But with us is the Lord our God to help us and to fight our battle. And so in the victory that gathers, the first position is confidence. The first position is confidence in the Lord our God. Confidently knowing that the one that is within us is greater. I don't care what the circumstances may look like down the years. I don't, so, you see, because the scale of what we want to do, the scale of spoils, you see, spoils is not just for you, for you, for you and your family alone. No. Every time you see spoils, spoils is the type that you will say, please, oh, you know, your Bible will say, go. everyone around me, come and gather, come and take part. Spoils, when we're talking about spoils, is not just for one person. Spoils is not just for you to keep in your house and say, you know what, I'm fine, let everybody go, go to hell. God has blessed me. That No, you can't keep spoils alone. No, you can't keep spoils. And spoils, as we has led us to understand earlier, they come by battles. They come by battles. And battles are won by courageous people. And so the first thing he did was be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid, nor dismayed for the king of Assyria, nor all the multitude that's with him. Multitude meaning, look, by ratio and skill, we are 20, they are 2,000. But don't be, don't be afraid. Oh, I am just a small telecoms company. We just started. MTN, Glow, do not be afraid. Did the Lord send you to battle? Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Oh, how are we going to face up with this? With this, you know, ah, they are big oil companies. They are big agri companies. I mean, they, they rule the world. They are the ones, they are mayor, they are buyer. They are the ones that control the seedling of the world. Do not be afraid. The one that is with you is greater. The one that is with you is greater. The one that is with you. Oh, you know, it takes a long time to get this. You have to do this. No, 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 no. Except if the Lord did not give you that assignment. So me this year, the vision, we, are, we are going to have soaking sessions tonight. When the Lord speaks, if your heart does not, does not, does not, uh, what's it called, you know, get weakened out of, out of the magnanimity, the size of the vision God is going to commit to you tonight. The things he's going to tell you you are going to do this night, this evening, as we as we as we as we soak with him, then it's not it, it, that's not God. 
if he thinks that he can just go out tomorrow and sort out, then it's not God. When God gives you an assignment, you know that uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't have the mind, I don't have the capacity, I don't have, but what, what you should know is that there are spoils at the end of that battle. There are spoils at the end of that battle. And it is required of you to be courageous. To be courageous. It says, but the Lord is with us to help us and fight our battles. And the people gained confidence. They rested upon the words of Ezekiah. They rested upon the words of Ezekiah. But you see, from verse 9 to 20 is the mystery here. From verse 9 to 20 is a prophetic word to every one of us on this call. Because you see, everything that the king of Assyria did to them here, they are going to do it to you. After this program, after such a wonderful time with God, I promise you they will. Oh, they will. Let me read it. Let me read it. It says, after this, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, sent his servants to Jerusalem. They sent emissaries. Switch it. The devil is going to send the servants to you. But he himself laid siege against Lashish and all his power with him. And these servants were sent unto Hezekiah, the king of Judah, and unto all Judah that were at Jerusalem, saying, Thus said the devil, Whereon do you trust that ye abide in the siege of Jerusalem? Why do you trust that because you are in one so me, there is not even a physical church, you know, you just meet every Wednesday and every, you know, uh, other day for meetings on so me, and one man is just going to sit down there and say, receive grace. Are you deceiving yourself? You Christians are deceived. Say, do not Ezekiah persuade you to give yourself to die by famine and by test, saying the Lord our God shall deliver us. Look at you Christians. They are going to come on social media. Foolish Christians. They have told them that which God will deliver them. You begin to hear things like heaven helps those who help themselves. You better help yourself. They will send letters. Why didn't he come and fight? Why didn't he start by fighting? He came first by sending letters. Statements that make sense. Statements that are logical. What? To deflate the courage that they, were, that they had had. He knew that the words of Somi, the words of Steve Hobart, had built courage in them. So he could not come and fight with them at that time. Guess what he did? He sent letters. He sent servants with letters. He's going to send cases on the blogs. He's going to send stories that are legit. This is why this year, fight distraction. Believe only the word of the Lord. He's going to send all sorts of things to deflate your faith. He says, had not the same Hezekiah in verse 12, taking away his high places and his altars, and commanded Judah and Jerusalem, saying, You shall worship before one altar, and burn sea upon it. Know ye not what I and my fathers have done? Have you not seen what we do in the kingdom of, of, of the enemy? Have you not heard that there's one pastor that claimed to love? We brought him down. Have you not heard of one that was saying they will begin to give you stories of people, of people who tried and failed? Why didn't, I thought they came to fight. Why didn't they come to fight? 
but they knew that the battle will be will be will be lost if they don't first sow words sow words sow seeds of words know ye not what i and my fathers have done don't you know what we did to your father's father your father he tried it he said he was going to break out we brought him back have you not heard where you where their gods able to deliver them from my hand who was there who was there among all the gods of those nations that my fathers utterly destroyed he says in verse 15 don't let Ezekiah deceive you don't let him persuade you on this manner don't believe him for no god or no nation or kingdom was able to deliver his people out of my hand and out of the minds of my fathers much less your god much less your god will come and deliver you god you, which god they have brainwashed you they brought Jesus to you and you see, you believe your victory is in Jesus. Why didn't they come and fight when your faith was standing? Why did they not come? No, they will send the blogs. They will send the media. This is scripture, but it is prophecy this year. They will send a sort of distractions that will build fear in your mind. And you say, ha, hey, this thing, no, are we sure? Are we sure? Verse 16, see what they did again. And his servants spake yet more. I thought it was a battle. I thought they will send, they will come and fight. They speak yet more against the Lord God and against his servant. They didn't live there. Verse 17, he wrote also letters. <laughs> they wrote letters. They wrote blog stories. They wrote put videos out there they use the media but uh, uncle senakarib i thought you came to fight battles where did letter come into the picture they wrote letters then guess what they did they learned the language in verse 18 then they cried with a loud voice in the jews speech so guess what they they learned the the language of jews and they started speaking their language they went to the walls of they came entered the churches came through the mouth of they they spoke christianese entered the churches and started to tell you you people don't let some pastor somewhere brainwash you they are in their they are in their in their bulletproof vehicles Guess what? The scripture now says if the, if, the, if the shepherd is struck, the sheep will be scattered. The kings that were riding to war, don't they have special problems? You don't, don't believe. And, and somehow you believe these things. You don't know. You see, it sounds like fact to you when they are saying it. It's true. It's true. Why is that pastor riding in bulletproof and the church members don't have bulletproof? If the shepherd is struck, the sheep is over. Why are there protocols around the pastor? Jesus did not have protocol. Don't think so. Do not think so. Do not think so. What did you think the spears and the and the and the dagger that was in the waist of, of, of the disciples was there for? To, 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 to spread the gospel? Don't think so. Don't think so. Because if the shepherd is, is gotten down, they will say many things that will make sense to you. They are coming. 
to steal from you this thing. They have tried in the spirit realm, they have failed. Now they are going to come with logic. They are going to come with reality. They are going to come with policies. They are going to come with all sorts to steal from you your confidence. Verse 18, verse 18 humbles me. You see, nothing is new under the sun. Nothing is new. These were people of a different language. Then they cried with a loud voice in the Jews' speech unto the people of Jerusalem that were on the wall, the people standing on the wall as defenders. Guess what? To affright them, to scare them, and to trouble them. Why? So that they might take the city. So whenever you are reading those stories, don't deceive yourself and say, it's true, these things happen. I have one neighbor. They don't, nobody sent you. Nobody sent you to have a neighbor to share the story that did not happen to you, to share experiences that are not yours. Eh, that's how I heard when we were in secondary school. That one woman, it's true, it was in your story. Did it happen to you? Is that what the word says? Whose report will you believe? The report of the blogs? The report of what people will say? So me. Let it not be that only a few enjoy the victory that is prophesied this year. We have to be many. We have to be many. We have to be many. Don't fall by the wayside. For some of you, you have to shut your gates to all these things that these naysayers. See the strategy. It's not a new strategy. It's old. It started from the Garden of Eden. The serpents came and said, did God really say? I started to think, it's true. Hmm. If they had to think about it. Don't permit it. The year is a long one. It's going to be filled with so many things from the church to the political sphere to the business sphere. There's going to be all sorts of happenings. Focus, so me. Focus, so me. As is my usual style, we have two prayer points that we'll pray at the end. But focus, so me. Because they are coming. They are coming. And verse 19, they speak against the God of Jerusalem as against the gods of the people of the earth, which were the work of the hands of man. Guess what? Let me give you a strategy. Anybody you see, an influencer, that says anything that just negates God, check out, unfollow, block. Because this year, don't say, ah, but that's where I get my information from. The information you've been getting for the past three years, how has it helped you? The information you have gotten from the blog, uh, you know, I need to be current. I need to be current. That you wake up in the morning and the first thing you pick up your phone is to find out what's happening on blogs. Who has been exposed? Why don't you wake up and find out what the word says? And you keep feeding yourself. It's a strategy from the pit of hell. It's in Second Chronicles 32. Make that scripture your own. Guess what? For this cause, when Hezekiah, when when BPP and the leaders of Somi saw this and said, Oh God, they cried unto the God of heaven. Look at these people that we did first. We had 12 wonderful days with. They cried again unto the God of heaven. 
And guess what? Verse 21, the Lord sent an angel that the Lord will deliver is for sure. So I don't even want to bother you with that. But verse 23 comes and it says, And many brought gifts unto the Lord to Jerusalem and presents to Hezekiah king of Judah, so that he was magnified in the sight of all nations from thence forth. Many brought gifts unto the Lord. Already, you know, there were spoils already. When you defeat people, you carry their spoils. Many brought gifts saying, ah, that's how we used to hear of many people. Our parents used to say, ah, eh, ah my daughter, you remember, you know, this man that is governor now, he used to be our neighbor. We used to even give him Gary. But when it was time for them to move, with all due respect to them, they said, ah, eh, ah, you know, eh, they believed the reports of the evil one. They stayed. They stayed. Would you repeat it? So me, I'm asking a question. Will you repeat the mistakes of those gone ahead? No, sir. Because they listened. Ah, ah, you know, no Christians enter politics, so who said so? Now, the teeth are set on edge. Because the fathers, they received the sour grapes that were not theirs. And like Eve, they ate it. And now the children's teeth are set on edge. Not my generation. Not so me. Not so me. Not so me. We see with David in First Samuel 17, and verse 46 to 47, and verse 53. He went after and got spoils. Spoils. Spoils will come from battles. In the day of battle, don't check it out. If you are still feeling like, ah, I don't want them to say evil of me. I don't want them. Ah, they will now say what's my own. Ah, you are not a, you are, you are automatically making yourself a non-participant in the battle for spoils. There is a vision I saw. And I'm going to share at the end, mighty vision, mighty vision. And so that vision alone is my own. I mean, it's a vision. It assures me I will never forget it of what is going to happen in Sony this year. Victory by gathering, gathering of the spoils. First Samuel 17, verse 46 and 47. I want, I want to read that. First Samuel if someone gets there before me, you can read First Samuel chapter 17 from verse 46 to 47. 46 to 47. This day the Lord will deliver you into, into my hand, and I will strike you and take your head from you. And this day I will give you the carcass of the camp of the Philistine of the Philistines, yeah. to the birds of the air and the wild and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel. Verse 47, then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with, with sword and spear, for the, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. Verse 48, so it was when the Philistines arose and came and drew near, no, and no, drew near to the- fine. It's fine, it's fine. It's fine. Sorry? It's fine. Okay. It's fine, thank you so much. You see, you see, I mean, you have 
have very courage with them. You see, the battle you're about to fight, they are humongous. The battle you're about to fight. See, don't come tomorrow and tell me, I am sent to Boko Haram territory. Don't come tomorrow and tell me, be careful. Nah, I have seen the day we die. That is not possible. Except, see, there are days when God will say, hide it, go and hide it. And I will tell everyone that concerns me, gentlemen, hide. There are days when you say advance and God have mercy. I don't care what is before. It is that courage that we that takes spoils. I kept asking the Lord, why is Boko Haram still where they are? Why is it that the church has been praying? Lord, take away Boko Haram. And he said, because we have been praying unintelligently. And I said, what does that mean? He said, if I take Boko Haram out, are you ready to occupy? Are you ready to occupy? He says, what does scripture say of a place that demons live and is, is left uninhabited? He said, leaving Boko Haram is an act of mercy. Because if, the, if I chase them out, a, 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 a one stronger than them will come and will ruin your land. And I'm like, my goodness, my goodness. So we stay in churches. The proof that we don't go out is because we are scared. We just say it. We don't believe it. We don't. We don't. We, start, we, we like professing in the comfort of churches, in the comfort of meetings. The Lord will do this. Yes. Oh, yeah, go out now. Ah. <laughs> you know, uh, Somebody just said, eh, we are going to go and do ministry in Bonu State. Ah, ah, pastor, ah. You know, my, my soft life, I came to soft life. I thought you said the Lord. Ah, guess what? The person who said that is the one who saw the vision. Ah, see, it's not new. Elijah gave a word about Jezebel. When Jezebel roared, Elijah ran. But Jehu said, lie, lie. This word you gave, sir, I am going to run with it. And guess what? Guess what? She was killed. She was killed. She rode like a madman on prophecy. The person who prophesied it, I ran away. And lost his assignment because of that. Was, we had to hand over to another. How can you believe? I, I tell you this and you run away. You're not fit. You're not fit for the kingdom of God. Find another and anoint them. This year, show me courage. Courage, understanding the victory that we have is what will bring the gathering. Is what will bring the gathering. Romans 8.31 says, if God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, if God be for us, have we clarified that he is for us? Then we advance like an army. We advance like an army. We advance like an army. In the book of 2 Samuel, chapter 8, verse 1 to 15, and 1 Chronicles 8, 18, 11, 1 to 11, we don't have time to read those. You will see the spoils, the spoils that came. The spoils that came. The spoils that were gathered. You see this name? You will hear it in oil and gas. You see this name? You will hear it in agriculture. The people who lead the world 
Where are my agricultural people? Those people that keep seedlings, buyer and all those people, we are coming for them. You see, we have not started our assignment. We have not started our assignment until we have gotten to where the people who lead, who lead that sector are. When we get there, we are just starting. When we get there, we are just starting. When we get to their level of influence, we are just starting. Why? He says, go ye into the world. Go ye into the world. He says, the harvest is ripe, but there are no laborers. He says, the earth is growing, waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God. So me has become a manifestation of the sons of God. But I am asking, how many of us are willing to be courageous? To be courageous. Why will he tell uh, um, um, the, 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 the template for taking territories in scripture, Joshua? Why will he tell him be courageous? Why? <laughs> because they will send fear. They will send fear. They will send fear. They will send fear. Now, I have explained what victory is. I have explained how we gain victory. I've explained that victory has a responsibility. You have things to do to keep your victory, to ensure that your victory is sure. I've explained that for us to bring the gathering. I mean, I, I wish I had the time to read 2 Samuel chapter 8, verse 1 to 15, and 1 Chronicles 18, 1 to 11. Same scripture, all right? It's the same story that's, read in, in, that's written in both places, but you see the dimensions, you know, the, the way they are written. In fact, let me just, let me just quickly scan through First Chronicles chapter 18, First Chronicles chapter 18 from verse 1 to 11. And we see that David smote the Philistines, you know, and all of that. David smote, at the, we're seeing the battles of David. You know, so don't just celebrate the, 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 the challenges, the, the success of David without seeing the battles. He smote Moab, he smote Hadareza, he smote, you know, and David, verse 4. And David took from him a thousand chariots, seven thousand horsemen. Can you see the spoils? And, 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 and he went after uh, what's it called? When the Syrians came of Damascus came to help Adarezer, David slew them. He put garrisons in their city, and the Lord preserved David wherever he went because he was on assignment to take territories for him. The Lord preserved David, and guess what? In verse seven, First Chronicles eighteen seven, it says David took the shields of gold that were on the servants of Hadarezer and brought them to Jerusalem. Spoils. Somebody says spoils. He went to battle and took they, they, they were gold. <laughs> they, they, they came with and, and guess what? When there's battle, begin to lick your lips. Why? Those battles have spoils. When the battles begin to rage, lick your lips, rub your hands together because just say, oh, spoils. People are saying, hey, my daughter, I heard this is happening. You just, just laugh and say, mama, spoils. <laughs> spoils. Somebody say spoils. Just, just rub your hand and say spoils. Spoils. In the presence of my enemy, a table, you see trouble, you say, hey, they don't say table again. No, table, table, table. There is a lot to gather. He said, likewise, in verse 8, likewise from Tibhat and from Chun, cities of Hadereza brought David very much brass. Guess what? It is from that brass that Solomon made the brazen sea and the pillars and the vessels of brass. The brass that his father collected from the lands of Hadereza. 
battles. It is, it is those brass that he used. I'm about to enter the third phase, the intent of the gathering. The intent of the gathering. Permit me, Saturday, so I can take your time a little bit beyond one hour. Permit me. The intent, why is there spoils coming? Why are there spoils coming? Why are there spoils? You see, when you know, see, eh? the spoils that I am going for, ha, God have mercy, oil blocks, all those things. The spoils that I am going for, where's, where, where's Nancy? Somebody say lithium. The spoils that we are going for, eh? these spoils are not because I want to drive in Lamborghini. How many cars can I drive? There is an intent for the gathering. There is an intent for the gathering. So if your intent is self, don't, don't, just, just, just stay at home. We'll, we'll come back and meet you. There is an intent for the gathering. If, 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 if the intent is to just, uh, just me and myself and my family, then we'll be fine. You, your life is even at risk when you do that. When you take spoils and all you are thinking of is, ah, it's time to enjoy. You joined us, you took spoils, and all you are thinking is that it's time to enjoy. Remember the story of the ignorant, the rich fool. He got many spoils and said, store them for himself and ha, my soul can rest now. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. The Lord took his life. There is an intent for the gathering. There is an intent. The spoils are generational. You see that David did not even use the brass. You see those spoils, those money, those that, that money that BBB saw, and, and even him, he, he was shocked. He, even generations would take out of that resources. Solomon made the brazen sea, made the pillars and the vessels of brass from the brass from Hadereza. So Hadereza thought he was coming to fight as a big boy, as an MTN, as a UBA. He thought he was coming to fight and defeat this small startup. <clears throat> he didn't know that they were small, but they were backed by the Almighty. And they were, he didn't know that it was about to be a transfer of wealth, transfer of, and so he came and said, you know what? And people were saying, ah, who are you? What did you do? Your MTN is coming after you. You, this small telecoms company. Rub your hands together and say, spoils. Spoils. Because why would they be coming? Why is KPMG coming against you, young consultant? Spoils. 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 And guess what? There are people who are waiting for your victory. Verse 9, it says, Now when two, king of Hamath, heard how David had smitten all the host of Hadreza, king of Zobah, he sent Haduram his son to King David to inquire of his welfare. <laughs> Did they tell him David was not feeling fine? You know, my son, go and ask David, how is he feeling? They don't come, they come with extra spoils again. They come with, he says, he says go and inquire. Of his welfare. Let me know if David is doing okay. I heard he, he fought a battle. Let me know whether you know maybe he has put his leg in the spa, he's relaxing, and congratulate him because he fought my battle. Because he fought my battle. Because Hadereza was a thorn in his own neck. And guess what? And with him came all manner of vessels of gold, silver, 
and brass. So there is this spoils of battle and there is still the spoils of congratulations. The spoils of congratulations. And he brought from all and, and, and then also King David dedicated unto the Lord with the silver and the gold that he brought from all these nations. Now I'm entering the intent. In, in the intent. The intent. Brothers and sisters in Christ, the spoils that we are getting. Can I show you in the book of Haggai? The book of Haggai alone is a book of spoils. Why was David getting all these spoils? Because he wanted to build the temple. Because he wanted to do thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Why was David so successful? The motive of the company that he set up was for kingdom come and will be done. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. I'm entering into the meat of the message this morning before we pray. The intent for the victory that brings gathering was for kingdom come and thy will be done. First Chronicles chapter 29. First Chronicles chapter 29 shows us. Because when spoils come, you see, when spoils hit so me, you will not tell the you will not have to beg the people that the Lord wants us to do plenty visitations. If so many cares need to reach many people across the world, you will not need to beg the people from spoils. You will reach. Let me read through quickly for you to see. Furthermore, David the king said unto all the congregation, Solomon, my son, who alone God had chosen, is yet young and tender, and the work is great. What is the work? The temple of God. For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. Are you seeing why he got all those spoils? For the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. Verse 2. Now I have prepared with all my might for the house of my God, the gold for things to be made of gold. Remember when BPP says that he is called to the children, so many children are the real assignment. They are our Solomons, we are the Davids. Did somebody catch that? They are our Solomons, we are the Davids. We are the ones going to take the spoil, they are the ones that we build. Oh, these ones coming behind us, these children coming behind us, don't think they are just children. Uh-uh. Uh-uh, they will build. Oh, they will, we will build some parts, but they will build. They will build. It says, it says, it is yet young and tender, and the work is great, for the palace is not for man, but for the Lord God. It says, now, Somi has prepared with all his might for the house of God. What have we prepared? The gold for things to be made of gold, silver for things of silver, Brass for things of brass, iron for things of iron, wood for things of wood. Are you seeing all manner? It says, it says, and marble stones in abundance. Verse 3. Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own. <laughs> because my heart is set to God, 
out of this point, even me, I have my own, my own, my own. Somebody say my own. You see, among these points, even him had his own. My, the one that is for me. He says, he says, I have of my own proper goods, no small, proper goods. I have of my own of gold and silver. See, there is the one that we stockpiled for the body of Christ, which is the church. I'm going to get there. For, for the body of Christ, for the, for the for kingdom come, for bringing heaven on earth. There's one, but even out of my own, I am still going to give. He says, I have of my own proper good of gold, of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God over and above guess what he was richer than the loot <laughs> over and above all that i have prepared for the holy house what's the saying here he's saying you know, you know ah, i saw this example let me tell you something if you really are given an assignment assignment of god you contend to be the biggest financier of your assignment what was david saying here nobody should give god more than me Yet he has prepared for the house, and he was saying, the one that me I have, I have given to the house of my God over and above all that we have prepared for the house. And he started to list it. Even 3,000 talents of gold, of the gold of offer. Seven talents. So, so just imagine how rich people will be. Imagine how rich people will be. That what has been gathered for kingdom assignment, you have much, you even gave much more. And it says, and it says, and, and the silver for things of silver, and, and for all manner of work to be made by the hand of the artificers. And who then is willing to consecrate his service unto the Lord this day? And guess what? Then the chief of the fathers, the princes, the chief of the fathers of Sumi, the princes of the tribe of Sumi, the captains of thousands, of hundreds, with the rulers of the king's works. What did they do? They offered willingly. Because not only David was rich, everybody was. And guess what they gave? 5,000 talents, 10,000 drums. Look. <laughs> and at the end, they didn't give, they didn't have to, oh, eh, they're asking us to pay. It's because there's no spoils yet. Uh, we are the ones we use our money to build the university yet yet uh, our child cannot get scholarship that's a misnomer that is a misnomer you should be offering 1000 students scholarship another uh, we were the ones they gave we put offering they built university now our poor children cannot don't be entitled sir. there is loot in this kingdom are you ready to fight when they were fighting, you were inside the house. Everyone who fought. Remember when Abraham went and fought? He said, so that you will not say you made me rich. Just share the loot for the men that fought. Everyone who fights has a loot. Verse 9, it says, Then the people rejoiced, for they offered willingly, because with perfect heart they offered willingly to the Lord. And David, the king, also rejoiced with great joy. Now you will see in First Chronicles 29, the essence for the loot. The essence for the loot was for the house of God. But is the house of God now physical structures? No, beyond that. Now our assignment is the kingdom of God. That the mountains of the Lord will become the mountains of our God. That the knowledge of his glory will fill the earth. Are you seeing our own assignment now? We are not building, yes, we may build churches here and there, physical structures, but that's not just what we are doing. 
we are going after men. The real gathering that we want to gather, we are using the resources to do what? To gather men. To gather men for the kingdom of God. To win souls. To win souls. That is the completion of the gathering. Souls. Isaiah 60 says that scripture is, gross darkness has covered the people, but because Somi is coming out like a light, the nations will flow to Somi. Bringing their goods and all of that, that's fine. Bringing it, but they, their souls is the real transaction. Their souls is the real transaction. When you read the book of Haggai, it said, because you have left the house of God desolate, I will block your finance. I will block everything. You have left the house of God desolate. Desolate. The souls in this generation, eh, they have dollar price. Oh. <laughs> they have dollar price. Oh. We will feed the nations with food. Jesus did it now. He brought a gathering onto the mount. But remember, he fed them. He fed them with divine spoils. He fed them. He fed them. He fed them. And so the church, the body of Christ, we are populating the kingdom. Remember, they are also in the mountains, Revelation 18. They are in the mountains to populate. All theirs, they are trading in onyx, they are trading in fine spices, all those things. Last of that scripture, you will see there, and the souls of men. So we too, we are going to take kingdoms. We will ascend the mountains. Oh, some will ascend the mountains and dragon people from different spheres. But our real intention, we are dying. We are not going to go to heaven with money on earth. Our real intention is the body of Christ. Our real intention is the kingdom of God. Our real intention is the souls of men. And so someone says, ah, how much? We are going to spend money to propagate evil on the radio waves. We are going to buy the TV stations. We are going to buy the media room. There's no room. We are buying up Times Square. We are buying up. There is no room. Some of you go and look for a man called David Green. Ah, that man fires up my spirit. A wealthy family. David Green. Go and research David Green. Your U Bible, U Bible app that you are using now is the sponsor for years. He's putting scriptures in the hands of people globally. He's a businessman. No? He comes from a family of five sons of pastors. The rest are in ministry. He didn't find the expression in ministry. He found the expression in business. He found the expression in business. He, he, he buys lands and gives to universities. And guess what? If a university comes and says, ah, sir, we want the land, he will say, hey, let me see if you fulfill the test of doctrine. <laughs> God. He will test them and say, let me see if you fulfill the, the test of doctrine. What do you believe about Jesus? What do you believe about Jesus? Ah, you qualify. Take this $10 million. You, why, what do you believe? Well, let me see what your foundation, your business is set on one foundation. Is, is Jesus at the core of what you are doing? Jesus is, I will build the temple. Hey, you come. When Ora Robert University was broke and indebted, he came through. One man. One man. One man, so me, so me, so me. Are there people who will have the courage to go up? To go up. To go up. Haggai 1 and 2. Read it in your own free time. What does John 12, 32 says? And if I be lifted up, 
I will draw all men unto myself. Is that not gathering? Is that not gathering? Jesus, who is your victory? He's saying, lift me up. Lift me up. And I, I will draw all men. I will pull the men. You lift me up. Arise and shine for your light is coming. Don't hide this light. Let it shine. Lift me up. I have the capacity to draw all men. And men don't come alone. They come with their I am the Lord of the harvest. I am the Lord of the harvest. Don't think you can get the harvest outside me. I am the Lord who gave you victory. Don't think you can gain victory outside me. Do not think so. Do not think so. Do not think so. The Lord is opening my eyes and I am seeing us, we're like in a room Shavila Kuskivai. And there are so many angels surrounding. And guess what they are singing? Ah! I don't know if I'm, I'm sure ah, the, uh, DJ, DJ, DJ Push it is. I'm sure he's in the office. But there's a song that I'm hearing the angels singing. Build your church. Build your church. Beauty from the ground up is your church. Be this is what they are singing. That's what I'm hearing right now. They are saying, build your church. And what are they saying? Show me, arise, shine, get this gathering so you may build the church. What is the church? The body, the kingdom of God on earth. Build your church. That's what I'm hearing them sing. Build your church. Build your church. Build, I, I, I may not know how to sing the song well. I, I wish I had the song I'll play for you guys. You know, build your church. If, I, if somebody can get that song, you know, somebody can get that song. If I play it for you. Yeah, build your church. He's calling you so me to build the church, to build the church of God. And the angels are here, they are here to assist, saying, Will you build the church? The book of Haggai says, You are perishing. You are, I will I will discomfit your finances. I will break your structures because you are not willing to build the church. But when you will go up the mountains and bring the wood for building the church, then I will shake the heavens. I said, I will shake, I will shake the heavens. Everywhere there is loot, I will shake. Shake them, shake them, because you will build it from the ground up. Build your church in character, in principle, in structure. Build your church in the word. You will go out and teach, building up the body. You will go out and teach. You will go out and feed. You will go out and show how business should be done. Build your church. You will be living examples. People will see you, Somi, and they will see Jesus. Build your church. People will say, how can I live this life? They begin to look at you as the epitome of the possibilities in Christ Jesus. Build your church. They will see you and say no i will run after this possibility look they will run after this is light this is light darkness has covered my mind for so long but here comes the people a people and he says i will build my church and the gates of hell shall not shall not prevail i will build my church i will build my church i will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail Victory. 
make you as the song is playing. Lord, Lord, use me. Lord, use me. Let the song keep playing, please. Lord, use me. I am ready to be a part of the force that will build your church. Let that be your prayer. Your first prayer, Lord, use me. Let that song be playing in the background, please. Let that Lord build me. Build me. Let me be a part of the army. A part of the people who will build your church. The part of the people who will go to battle. The strong men who will build your church. Oh, 
because Jesus is the root and we are we are coming in the name of the Lord Jesus. We shall stand for an ensign of the people. For those who don't know what ensign means, you've watched war movies where you see that different arms of different families have their own flag, you know, and when you see that flag, you know the dimension that's coming. And so he says, he says, and in that day there shall be a root of Jesse, which shall stand for an ensign of the people, and to, to it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. And it shall come to pass in that day that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover, to recover the remnant of his people. We shall be left from Assyria, and from Egypt, and from Patros, and from Cush, and from Elam, and from Shinar, and from Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. And it shall set up an ensign for the nations, and shall assemble the outcast of Israel, and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth. The envy also of Ephraim shall depart, and the adversaries of Judah shall be cut off. Envy shall, Ephraim shall not envy Judah, and Judah shall not vex Ephraim, but they shall fly upon the shoulders of the Philistines towards the west. They shall spoil them. Oh, somebody says spoil again. They shall spoil them of the east together. They shall lay their hand upon Edom and Moab, and the children of Ammon shall obey them. And the Lord shall utterly destroy the tongue of the Egyptian sea, and his mighty wind shall and with his mighty wind shall he shake his hand over the river and shall smite it in seven streams and make men go over dry shore. And there shall be an highway for the remnant of his people. We shall be left from Assyria like as it was to Israel in the day that he came out of the land of Egypt. An ensign. An ensign. And in my vision, I saw this very huge ensign. And I don't know where I know the strength of the father. And he held this flag and he began to wave it. I was remembering when uh, 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 they held the hands of Moses and they were winning the battle. Anybody remembers that in scripture? And that, that was, that was, that was, scripture was just opening up an ensign. And so me has become an ensign that he will raise. And when he raises it, he will, and you know, scripture says, and if I be lifted up, and I will draw all men. And Isaiah 60, our scripture for the year made sense to me. It made sense to me. Arise and shine, which means arise, stand on the mountaintops. No one, no one had light under a bushel. So arise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of the Lord is risen upon you. Darkness has covered the earth. Gross darkness has covered the people. And we see all through that scripture that the people, the people will come in their droves. In their droves, in their droves, in their droves, the wealth of the sea will be shaken. And I understood what that flag meant. I understood what that flag meant. I understood what that flag meant. And so I saw this vision, I came out of this vision, and I was like, aha, aha, it is a good day to be alive. It is a good year to be alive. And so we are mm -hmm. going to pray on final prayer. I said earlier, that if the shepherd be struck, what would the sheep do? What would the sheep do? The sheep was scatter. If Moses was killed, or if Moses' hands were tied, what would happen to the to the people of to the, to the nation that was fighting? They will lose the battle. And so for that strength that I saw for him to carry that flag and begin to unfold it and move it from side to side and people were coming like <laughs> i mean it's, it's 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 not a it's not an easy sight to describe people were coming as if they were drawn you know you know as if there was a beacon that was that was bringing them from afar mm -hmm. and so we are going to pray for for bpp and his family
and say, Father, from your heart, you know, I don't usually have plenty of prayer points, you know, that my grace has not got into that level. But Father, Father, strengthen young shepherd for this ministry. Strengthen your servant. Strengthen your servant. Protect your servant. Cover your servant. That as he leads, as he leads, as strengthen his hands. Because his hand is the one that will carry this flag. Somebody pray for what in your death from the depths of your heart. Strengthen your servant for this assignment in the name of Jesus. Strengthen his family. Protect his family. Give them an extra level of support over. Father, protect, protect, protect. Father, strengthen. Father, strengthen his hands, strengthen his hands, in the name of Jesus, Father, strengthen them in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, strengthen them in the name of Jesus, that indeed he will raise this ensign in the name of Jesus, Father, we leave you and his family to your hands, we say, Father, strengthen this one in the name of Jesus, strengthen them, O God, fill them with your strength, O God, fill them with your strength and your power, in the name of Jesus, Father, fill them, Father, fill them, fill them with your strength, Fill them with your power in the name from the rising of the sun and to the setting of the same your name is to be hallowed Adonai. We acknowledge that they are kings. We acknowledge that they are kingdoms. We acknowledge that they are mountains and they are thrones. But we come in the name of the Lord. So me comes in the name of the Lord. Somebody say, We come in the name of the Lord. We come in the name of the Lord. We come. We, we, are so we come in the name of the Lord. Let it be known, let it be declared to the nations that 2023 we come in the name of the Lord. We come in the mind of the Lord. We come in the name of the Lord. We know there are kings and there are kingdoms, but we don't care. We come in the name of the King of kings and the Lord of lords. Thank you, everlasting Father. We give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. 
God bless you. I hope Amen. that thank you, sir. Um, God bless you. Words, um, uh, um, um, we will totally, totally enjoy victory. God bless you. BVP. DJ Pushi. I yield. yield. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. I apologize. Uh, DJ Pushi is unavailable today. Um, his shift ended in the morning. BPP here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Was someone blessed? Was someone blessed this morning? My God. My God. Faithful Jehovah. Imagine what's going on within Sumi happening in a million homes. Imagine the terror to the kingdom of darkness. People with understanding. Imagine it. Hallelujah. God will always test you before he releases you. I promise you. (laughs) He will test your heart. Why do you want it? Why do you want the people? Why do you want the spoils? Is it so that it becomes about the spoils or it becomes about me? He will test you because he doesn't want you to be disgraced publicly. He will rather punish you, chastise you privately so that you get the lessons. But who is ready for the rich? Who's ready? Who's ready? Who's ready? Who's I'm ready? ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. I am 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 ready. Glory, 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 glory to God. What does this mean for you and I? It means we have to step out. Someone says step out. There is a universal goal and then you must break down your goals into daily actions. It's a year of light, breakthrough with light, dividing or gathering the spoils. That's the universal goal. What will I do each day to bring me there? Number one, step out of your boot. Can you please look at your virtual neighbor and say, neighbor, get out of your boot. I saw a vision amongst the many visions I saw for this year, and I saw that we were on, we're Skating or not skating, and we're floating on a platform that looked like it was made of ice. Very comfortable. Everything we had was in there. And I was at the edge of it. And I started to kick everyone out. People were like, no, here is a safe space. I said, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. I said, like I was pushing people out. <laughs> oh, I will push you this year. If you feel like falling, just know I'm done pushing you. And I say, oh yeah, out, go, 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 go. 
Philip, one man, went into Samaria, one man, and he turned the whole place upside down. Then he brought news to Jerusalem that, hey, the, the, the people are ready here now to receive. And then Jerusalem sent Peter. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Get out of your boat so that you can walk on water. You, Many of you are, are there saying, Lord, let the water become ice first before I step out. What did God, what was God's response? <coughs> Who knows? Okay. Step out. Step out. Lord, let the water solidify. Let me see the dryness of the land. What would he respond to you? Step out. Step out. That's the first step. Along the way, the reason we took time to teach you on wisdom, knowledge, understanding is to be able to renew your mind. Be not conformed to this world. The world we say, sir, please show us how we are going to live here before we get out of there. He said to Abraham, get out of your father's house. Someone say, get out. Get out. Get out. To a land I will show you, sir. You have not shown me. Where should I be going? Just be going. <laughs> and thine ear shall hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way. Walk ye in it. When you walk to the left and when you walk to the right. And your ear will hear a word behind thee saying, This is the way. When you walk. That means if you are not walking, you can't hear direction. <sighs> If you are not moving, you will not hear what? There are many people that used to be in so me. No. They, they are here, but they used to be this way. That's the real word. That they are waiting for direction before they move. But I believe they have been delivered today, correct? Move, I will tell you. Go and offer your son, Isaac, your only son, whom thou loveth, in a mountain. Where I will tell you, sir, am I going east or am I going west? Just step out. Step out of the boat. The understanding, the knowledge that you have gotten. There are people all around praying for knowledge. And the answer is with you, but you keep quiet. Step out. In Luke chapter 10, 1 and 2. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two by two before his face into every city. Two. If you are three, you are too much. He sent two people to one city. Do you see the ratio between laborer and harvest? Are you seeing it? Yes, yes, sir. 
there are more than 80, let's say an average of 100 have participated in the fast, so times 2, or divided by 2, 50 cities are waiting. He sent them two by two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into the harvest. Into his harvest. The harvest belongs to the Lord. Pray that the Lord of the harvest will send laborers. That prayer is being answered in you and I today. That's why we are receiving the kind of equipping that we are receiving. Or you think all this equipment is just so that you sit at home? You think so? Do you think so? The same scripture. The Matthew rendition. See what happened. Just see the heart of God. Verse 35. Matthew 9, 35. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep, Having no shepherd. Sheep having no shepherd. That's the real target. Sheep without shepherd. Then said he unto his disciples, The harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore, the Lord of the harvest, that's the Holy Ghost, that he send forth laborers into his harvest. But he is sending laborers, and laborers are saying, uh, let the water dry first before we step out. He had compassion on them. They fainted because of ignorance. They fainted because the enemy was triumphing on them, tramping all over them. They fainted. They were scattered. No direction. Confusion. We saw in fellowship one day, a, a lady came with her son. She's been praying. I, I, I don't remember how old he, he, he is. How old is that boy? David. 17, maybe 16, 17. She's been praying that God deliver this boy. He was unruly, just living life carelessly. And they just brought him. And she said she, she needed a prophet and she met my family and they told her, oh, my brother is a prophet. Come to fellowship and he'll pray. And they told me about it anyway, but I forgot. I said, okay, maybe when ministering, I'll minister and deal with the issue. His life was just, just, just scattered. And he came to fellowship and he just sat there. He, he was just there and was telling them, hope these people will not delay for one hour. After one hour, I, I need to go because all these pastors are know. He, he was in the meeting. 
I was pre-informed some days before, but on that day, I, it totally skipped my mind. I was following the Holy Ghost. And Jesus arrested that boy in that meeting without me preaching to him. Just being him, being under that atmosphere. And he laid down his life to Christ. Yes, court of heaven, yeah. And the sister that was saying, they had to make him sit inside so that he doesn't just stand up and walk out. Two hours, three hours, and the sister tapped him and said, I, I, I thought you said you would leave after one hour. He said, shh, you are distracting me. God arrested him. The mother wept tears of joy. Like, could this be this boy? She thought it was a process, going to be a process of time before he gets delivered. They went home. He deleted all the secular music on his phone and downloaded gospel music. He woke up at night and was praying and was reading the Bible. And he said, the mother repeats, and he said, Pastor Steve said there is no junior Holy Spirit. So that means I have the Holy Spirit. What? I wasn't preaching because of him. I was just doing what the Holy Ghost led me to do. And transformation came to that soul. The value of one soul to heaven. The value of one life. I know the multitude will come, but God is interested in one individually. That's why I'm intentional with everyone in Somi, one by one. Like I deal with you as if you are the only one. That is in Sumi. Why? Because God is intentional about one. There is a, a distinct line or a very tiny line to just get carried over, uh, carried away by you know, a lot of people. Yes, there is a lot of people and there is individual. Am I communicating here? Yes, sir. Yes. One, one, one. The Bible says there is rejoicing in heaven over one soul. There is rejoicing in heaven over one soul. So me, there is rejoicing in heaven over one soul. One. If each and every one of us do our play our parts, there will be rejoicing. Not just only in heaven, but in families, in, in lives. You have no idea. You might be reaching out to save someone's husband. You may be reaching out to save someone's wife. Someone reached out to me. Look at the harvest that is coming to the kingdom from my life. Look at it. Every time we keep quiet and say, it's not my, as long as me, 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 me. God is going to come and invest, investigate. Yes, the investments that I've made in this life, what is the fruit that have come from that investment? He had compassion on them. They were scattered. Sheep without shepherd. There are many sheep out there without shepherd. Many. Many. Many, many. 
I've showed you in Acts chapter 20, Acts 20, 28. Acts 20, 28. I want to say something, what the Holy Ghost said to me one day. I'm like, wow. Take heed therefore unto yourselves and to all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost had made you overseers to feed the church of God which he had purchased with his own blood. The Holy Ghost made me overseer over a certain people. I say it every time. I'm not sent to everybody. But the ones that he has allocated to me, and God was saying to me that day, I was just thinking in a certain, uh, I had a line of thought, and the Holy Ghost was responding to me and said, if you don't step up to be or take your place as steward, as shepherd, there are sheep that have been assigned to you, flocks that have been assigned to you, they will be in different, they will be scattered across different places and they will be malnourished because they have not been connected to their shepherd. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. To feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. He is the owner, he is the head of Somi. I'm only a steward. I'm only employed the same way you are. Take heed. Take heed. Take heed, people. Take heed. This is personal to him. You think the investment of the Spirit upon my life is just so that I, I, I let people know how anointed I am? You think so? Really? You think it doesn't have anything better to do than to keep investing in you, pouring out information in you over and over again, releasing grace to you? You think it's just so that you sit down and just feel good? You think so? Think again. He had compassion over them. Few laborers, few people willing to go into the field. Very few. Very few. So this year, we're kicking people out of comforts. Go on out there. Step out of the boat. I'm not saying go and have pulpit and something. No. One on one. Because the lessons you have learned might be the answer to someone's puzzle out there. And they can, they can be blessed and glorify God. The goal is for glory to go to Jesus. One of the things God has said again this year, we're going to have many outreaches. I will travel a lot this year. Many outreaches. Many. Not one. And he said it in a way, this is not the one you stay and plan for six months for one outreach. No. In November last year or December, I saw a vision. Unilag prophetic invasion. I saw it. I saw me on the, uh, the front and some people beside me. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I didn't see them. Unilag prophetic invasion. So we are coming to Unilag. So anybody that knows Unilag or knows about or whatever, you are a student or whatever, reach out privately. We are coming very quickly. We are not going to take two, three months to plan. We are going to get the logistics, understand everything and move and say, Lord, next, where next? 
Unilag prophetic invasion. I saw it as a vision. That means that's what he has in mind. And I was thinking, I sent it to my wife immediately. I sent it to a few people. I said, look at what God has said to me. Just so that, it, because if I start thinking about it too much, I may lose it. Because I'm like, Lord, oh, I just like, you know, Unilag. And then he sent one of our people from Somi again. He said, go down to Unilag. From very far away, go down there. And they had gone there to minister to over a hundred people plus. And everyone was excited to receive of the Lord. If God is sending two people that we know to, uni to the same place, do you understand what I'm talking about? Though? If God is sending us to the same place, that means the enemy also has a plan for Unilag. Do you understand? So that means there is a harvest there that we need to go and quickly uproot for Jesus so that the devil does not snatch the, those lives. There will be many outreaches. The people of the UK, get ready for the many things that God will do. You have to get ready and get in the streets. Go on the streets. Hi, can I pray for you? No flyer, whatever. Those things take time. Get out. Gather, get out. He sent them two by two to every city. Hi, you need prayer? Can I pray over you? Pro the spirit of prophecy is in the house. Can I speak the word of the Lord over you? This is what the Lord is saying. Nobody will say no. There are people charging money to God's people to read their palms. There are people charging money to God's people to tell them uh, read from the crystal balls and tie their souls with darkness. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. They're spending money introducing them to new age. You will pay your money just to be to for a demon to enter your life. And the gospel that is free, the people with it are at home. They are sleeping. Oh, you know, I'm so tired. The sleep you have slept last year is enough. You hear me? There are many people. This is the only opportunity of the gospel that we hear. The, go the gospel with demonstration. 1 Corinthians 2.4 My teaching and my preaching were not done with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit, so that your faith will not lie in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Go out there, recruit souls to the kingdom of heaven. You don't even need to say, I want to invite you to church. No, give them the word of the Lord. Shh, demonstrate the spirit and lift them. They will, the Holy Ghost will do the rest. They will, they will seek out. Invest. Plug, let them plug into whatever church they, they have around them. Plug in the spirit. The harvest is one. I saw something one day and I saw that the advertisement that that um, are designed to capture our children. I thought about it. Many of them originated from the US, but the harvest is here in Nigeria. I said, wait a minute. These guys, they sow the seed and release it out there. Wherever the harvest comes from, as long as it's entering the kingdom of darkness, they are fine. 
Have you left me? No, 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 Yes, multitudes will come to show me, but let multitude enter the body of Christ. You hear me? No, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let them enter the body. Yes, sir. Let the body. You just invest wherever they want to go. Let them go. As long as Bible believe church, let them go. You go on to the next one. You go on to the next one. This is how heaven will send more angels to walk with you. More angels with you, more gathering. Because you need angelic support in these things. You saw the battle that David had to fight. The angel, the, the battle that the king was praying. God sent the angel to wipe out the enemy. The angelic help. If you are a kingdom investor in terms of souls and all these things, angels will be made available to you. An angel appeared unto, uh, what's his name now, Cornelius. Many outreaches. Go on your streets. God prophet, you learned how to prophesy. You know that God will speak if you ask him about it for a word for a person. And give them that word. That could be someone that is on the way to go and commit suicide. And then you just come with a word. The Lord say, I don't know you, but the Lord said to tell you that a way is going to be made where there seems to be no way. I don't know how difficult it has been. And you see them breaking down and crying. But you could have been sleeping at home. It's time to be functional in the kingdom. It's time to be functional. Outreaches. Step out of the boat. Act. Change your mind. Mindset. Dine with the big tables. Go out there. The reason why the politics in Nigeria is as dirty as it is today is because in the 90s, the gospel, according to that time, says that politics is dirty, so believers should not participate. So we, we removed, we uprooted all the reasonable hands, men of, 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 of quality, men of stature, men that had integrity, we pull them out of politics. So now, it is now a chaotic mess and then we are complaining about the things that we are suffering. The same way around the world. Nations. I, I read that Scotland has now approved, have passed into law that a four-year-old can decide to change gender without the approval of the parents. Where were the Christians when that law was passing? And if there were Christians there, will they vote yes or will they vote no? Answer me now. We have been secluded from the world. Occupy till I come. And now your children are paying the price. They will teach them nonsense. Kings in the Old Testament had prophets that the, the Bible talks about these ones that walked with Zechariah, the man that had understanding. Okay, the Scotland one has been blocked. Praise God for that. But why are Christians always reacting? Why are we not proactive? Rise in governance. Rise in every area God has given you so that you are in a position so that when they bring it to your table, Say, sir, we need to uh, to approve this funding to fund the uh, terrorists. You can block it. No. And they will not sack you because you are sitting in a high position. 
So the spoils that are coming is not just so that we how, how much like how they say how much can you eat? How much? How much can you use to take care of your farm? How much? I told you what I saw was over a billion dollars in cash. That's influence. No matter how greedy you are, no matter how reckless you are, I, I don't know if you are you are specially graced that you can waste a billion dollars. You run out of things to buy. Joseph of Arimathea, he was the only one with enough influence to go after the body of Jesus Christ. So let that mindset and mentality of, you know, uh, uh, for you to be a Christian, you have to be low, poor, and just waiting for the day of the Lord. When Jesus told them it's difficult for a rich man to enter, the disciples will say, hey, none of us will make it then. Then Jesus now <laughs> clarified. It's difficult for those that depend on riches. Are you hearing me? Step yes, out. Yes, Step yes, out of the here. boat. Go and practice the gift that you receive. It is imparted to you for a purpose. Go and do it. I told uh, someone in the when we're in the US in the hotel when we're getting ready to go out, and I said the car that is packed has oil. I think that was Delphin. We had a, a, the car has oil in it, but the oil does not flow if it's if it's dormant. As you start moving, the oil will flow. As you start moving, as you start ministering to the sick, the healing, the gift of healing will manifest. As you start ministering prophetically, the gift of prophecy will grow. And what you use, it grows. Welcome, Somi, to the new era. Step out of the boat. So anyone you know, you are in Unilag, you know someone there or whatever, reach out privately, very quickly. Let's get this done. Immediately I'm done with this fast. That's why I said I was tired the day I was doing the review. But I said tomorrow we have fasting will begin tomorrow. I, I'm not going to, you know, procrastinate anymore. Say, okay, I'm pushing this, I'm pushing this. Jesus said tomorrow has his own wala. Do it, get it done and move on to the next assignment. If you are not faithful in the little God has given you, why is God promoting so many now? Why? We're faithful in the little he gave us. We're not distracted waiting for the big deal and ignore the small thing that he gave us to handle. The people. How did we cater to the people that he has given us? We love them. We fed them with the word. We fed them with food and Peggy's kitchen every time we have the opportunity. We fed them. We loved them. We imparted them. We really, we did. And God said, okay, now you are ready. Now you are ready. Now let's take this on a larger scale. Jesus said, if you are not faithful with the little, who will commit to your hand true riches? If you have received something and you have been blessed, can you shout a big amen? Amen. 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 Final prayer before I let you go. Father, I receive grace to step out this year. I receive grace to step out this year. Come on, pray. I receive grace to step out. No more excuses. No more excuses. Lord, if it's you, let the wind change to blue. I receive grace to step out. 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 
to talk to my colleague about you to minister to strangers people i don't know in the shopping mall rent out a boot and put it there say prophecy come and receive prophecy come in the kingdom of darkness are bold but we the righteous are as bold as a lion we are no longer ashamed of the gospel i receive grace i receive grace i receive grace i receive grace in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen, amen. don't forget skyde mentioned you need courage the gay people, they will be so in front of your face. You are the one that will not be shy on their behalf. Receive courage to demonstrate the kingdom. Receive courage. What if it doesn't work? What if it works? Yes. Many of you as we are talking, God is putting ideas in your spirit, man. That's go and active go and action it call people for a meeting you have this idea you are waiting for funding you are waiting funding is waiting for you and you are waiting for funding first to move funding does not have a lifetime so it's you that will be there move make your move present start that business go out what if I fall on the way? You get up. The righteous fall seven times. How many times will he get up? Hello, Somi. You have received the word of the Lord. Now go and execute. And bring glory to your Father in heaven. Let your light so shine before men. Why are you hiding your light? Are you ashamed of your light? That they will see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Have a wonderful day. We'll be back in an hour. God bless you all. Thank you so much, Kade. Thank you so, so much. Any of you need to revisit these things again and listen and assimilate. Assimilate. David had to go fight for him to gather the spoils. He didn't sit down and wait for these boys. The kings came with the spoils of victory. Also came alongside. Say, ah, because you won. That's the mystery that gets the rich richer. Because they are rich, other opportunities will come. God bless you all. Shalom, shalom. See you in a few minutes. Bye-bye. <laughs>